Bickley and Murata mornings from 6 to 10. Bickley and Murata. It's the greatest show on earth. Bickley and Murata. Good morning and welcome. The world. Dan Bickley. Sportsman, sports. Vince Murata. It's a power-packed morning zoo. Are you kidding me? Bickley and Murata. And Murata. I love this show. This is the greatest show in the history of radio. It's the greatest radio show ever. Bickley and Murata. I hate everything about this show. This is the worst show in the world. If, there we go. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I am not sure if Happy Monday kind of equates with how we're all feeling today, so we'll just say blank Monday. Fill in. It's like the match game. It's that kind of day. It's that kind of day, right? It's The weekend started off very well. Roger Federer, weepy retirement, Albert Pujols, 700th home run. Some good stuff. Yeah. Then ASU got pummeled, and Jay Crowder said he wasn't coming to training camp. <laughs> and then he deleted it. Yeah. And now it's out. Uh-huh. And now uh-huh. he'll be traded for uh-huh. maybe a basketball or two. Bullpen it's was great. up to their old tricks. Yep. Jacob Chikrin wants out. He's yeah. wanted out for a while. Well, that is true. And, of course, the Arizona hey, He's paid Cardinals his dues. Yesterday. He's played seven whole seasons here. The Arizona Cardinals yesterday. Um, the fans, I tell you, the fans, are they've got the fans right on the edge of, of really full-blown anger. Rage. You, you can feel it. You oh, can yes. feel it. They're, they are right on the brink of WTF. They're mad right? as hell, and they're not going to take it kinda anymore. Kind of is. Kind of is. So... Does anybody have anything they want to get off their chest before we well, get this slogging beginning? Can I add to the misery? All right. Have you heard there could be a, a, a looming beer shortage in the United States of America? What? There's an underground volcano in Mississippi that contaminated a natural carbon dioxide thing. There's a volcano in Mississippi? Yeah. I think Brett Favre's responsible. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> so they're saying that... Uh, Breweries might not be able to get CO2, meaning less selection, if available at all, or at least higher prices on beer. This world really is not worth living this in is, anymore. I, know, I, had no is, idea. I agree. I Isn't mean, carbon dioxide the most plentiful uh, thing in the atmosphere? Yeah. I'm breathing it out right yeah, now. Right. So breathe into some vats of booze. I always wanted to breathe it in and burp my way to the top like they do in Willy Wonka, Jared. I always That's wanted right. to do that. Burp my way to the top. That's an, on that yeah. note, Charlie should also have not won the Chocolate Factory. He broke the rules just like the other kids did. I have no idea why he was I know you've the exception. Waiting, big... waiting to give that take That's for a while. <laughs> no, that's a pretty hot take. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like that. By, by logic, we'll Mike get back TV into that later. We have we have no time for that nonsense today. But I'm going to table that one. Start the show, Jarrett. The splash, splash. The stories making waves in the sports world. The splash. Damn it! 
The Splash, brought to you by Presidential Pools, Arizona's number one pool builder. See why at presidentialpools.com. Yeah, the Cardinals put forth an offensive performance on Sunday that made last week's magical comeback over the Raiders seem like it was 100 years ago. Cardinals managed just four field goals in a frustrating 20-12 loss to the Rams at State Farm Stadium. L.A.'s eighth straight win in the building and the Cardinals' seventh straight loss at home. It's also only the second time in Cliff Kingsbury's coaching tenure that the Cardinals failed to score a touchdown. The other was in week 8 of the 2019 season. A 31-9 loss to the Saints that day. Uh, once again, the game got off to a slow start for the Cardinals. Stop me if you've heard any of this before. Uh, they fell behind 13-0 and gained only 22 net yards and one first down on their first four drives. Cooper Cup, Cam Akers each had touchdowns for the Rams who moved to 2-1 to two and one, while the uh, Cards fall to 1-2 and two, with a trip to Carolina to take on the Panthers next Sunday looming. Yeah, a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, what is up with this team and their slow starts and their three and outs to begin games? Why, why does that keep happening? What does it say about this team? What does it say about all of it? And, and then this just the lack of a home field advantage. I, I am just appalled that a football team can go this long without defending their own stadium. Yeah, Bird City is crying this morning. The nest is not being defended. Yeah, Bird City <laughs> football. Catch it. Yeah, catch it. Uh, elsewhere in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks fell at home to the Atlanta Falcons 27-23. Cordero Patterson had 141 yards and a touchdown for the Falcons. Seahawks, uh, they lose again. And uh, Sunday night football, I couldn't get through it. I admit I gave up. San Francisco fell to Denver 11-10. to uh, oh, Melvin Gordon scored on a one-yard touchdown run with just over four minutes to go to give the Broncos the ugly win. So after three weeks, it's the Rams in first place in the NFC West with a 2-1 and record. Cardinals, Niners, and Seahawks all at 1-2. and two. The big takeaway from the game for people who were watching was that's why the 49ers aren't that in love with Jimmy G. That's why. <laughs> that's the reason why. You don't think people in Denver are freaking out a little bit over Russell oh, Wilson's contract? Oh, oh, they should. <laughs> yeah, they should. It, the, the Bears and the Broncos are 2-1. How embarrassing is an 11-10 game in this day and age of NFL football? It's a Big Ten game right there. Yeah, Monday night, yeah, I mean, Iowa would kill to Gorgeous. score 11 points in a game. <laughs> Uh, Monday Night Football is in New Jersey for tonight's NFC East battle between the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Kickoff at 5.15 in basketball. It's media day today for the Phoenix Suns, and one two-year starter won't be there. Jay Crowder, who has been cryptic on social media for the last few months, has permission not to attend as he, as he and his people uh, try to find a landing spot for him in a trade. On Friday, Crowder quote tweeted a local reporter story about media day with the all-caps message, 90 99 won't be there. Before deleting the tweet, Suns made a statement about it yesterday. Uh, Crowder has started 109 regular season games and 35 playoff games over the last two seasons for the Suns. So the question becomes why? Is this all because he is not going to start? Is it because what what is the reasoning behind this? 
We won't find those answers, at least from him. Okay. And I don't I don't think any of the teammates, his still current teammates, are going to talk about it. No. Um, Flex from Jersey put it out there that it might really be just about this. I find that so disappointing. As our guy Ralph Amsden pointed out, the ultimate team guy until he's being asked to do the ultimate team thing. Yeah, exactly. Do all the That's little things to help your team That's win. Hey, can you come off the bench? Yeah, I, no, I, I, I want out. Joke. It's not like he's been a starter his whole career either, right? No, no, yeah. he hasn't. Uh, D-back wrapped up the home portion of their schedule on Sunday with a 3-2 loss to the Giants and Chase Field rookie Dre Jameson. Great again. Five and one-third scoreless innings with five strikeouts. Then the bullpen. Man, it's like deja vu all over again. Uh, D-back's done this a one-nothing lead on Pavin Smith's RBI double in the fifth. Giants answered with two in the eighth on a yeah, single by Evan Longoria. They added one in the ninth on J.D. Davis's solo shot off Mark Melanson. D-backs got one back in the ninth but fell short. Corbin Carroll struck out with the uh, tying run on second base to end things. Giants took two of three from the D-backs who finished 40 and 41 at home this year. An eight-game road trip ends the season for the Snakes starting tomorrow in Houston for two, then three against the Giants and three in Milwaukee. How about that road trip? Houston, San Francisco to Milwaukee. Yeah. I think the schedule makers might have got lazy beard? right there at the yeah, end. Right. Uh, hey, who'd we leave out? Oh, Milwaukee. All right, let's just, yeah, start just go here. there last. Right here. That's fine. Don't ask any questions. Yeah. D-backs manager Tori Lovello announced we've seen the last of left-hander Madison Bumgarner this year. He finishes the year seven and fifteen with a four eighty-eight ERA and thirty starts. He finished with just one hundred twelve strikeouts and one hundred and fifty-eight and two-thirds innings and his highest full season whip of his career. You want whip? I'll give you whip. One point four three seven was his whip for the season. Uh, D-backs also option struggling outfielder Alec Thomas to Triple A Reno. He's hitting just one twenty-seven in September. Corbin Carroll and Brandon Fott named the organization's minor league player and pitcher of the year, respectively. Again, no movement in the top five of the AP college football rankings. Georgia, number one, followed by Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson. USC moved up to sixth after their three-point win over Oregon State. Utah, 12th after demolishing ASU on Saturday. Oregon, 13. Washington, 15. So the Pac-12 with four of the top 15 teams in the country. And probably a couple of the worst teams in the country, too. And the uh, Coyotes lost a preseason game to the Anaheim Ducks 3-2 in Tucson last night. Liam O'Brien and Christian Fisher had goals for the Yotes. They're 0-2 on the preseason. They will be in Tulsa to take on the Dallas Stars on Tuesday night. Did you hear what Liam O'Brien did last night? <laughs> yeah, there you go. He scored a goal. And do, don't forget, the Pro Bowl is changing. Oh, yeah, that came out this morning. Yeah. It's, it's done, right? Yeah, the yeah. Pro Bowl is now going to become a skills competition in a flag football game in Vegas. That's right. There you go. Will there be any defense in this flag football game? <laughs> There's not in the Pro Bowl anyway. not in the Pro Bowl anyways. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. There you go. There's your splash for Monday, September 26, 2022. Slow start dooms the Cardinals again. We'll get into all of it next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings on this big red Monday, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Monday and Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. It's not. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Uh, especially you play the world champs and spot them. You know, go three and out, block punt. Um, that's, that's a tough way to start the game. So we got to figure that out collectively. It's Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Cardinals, talking about another slow start, which uh, has defined the three games of this season so far for the Cardinals. They lose to the Los Angeles Rams 20-12, to 
And even though there's been all this talk, every player that's spoken to the media this season talks about, wow, oh, we got to get better. We got to start faster. Mm-hmm. We got to come out of the gates a little mm-hmm. bit quicker. <laughs> they can't do it. Well, it's it's obnoxious, isn't it? To it's, keep hearing the same thing and seeing the same thing all over again. The the lack of urgency and then the vows that we've got to start better. We've got to start fast. We've got to be better, and they never are. Yeah, that that to me was really really depressing because one of my takeaways yesterday um, for, for a football team that's one and two I walked away from that from that stadium with not a lot of hope for what's to come and, and I really really hope I'm wrong about this but I I don't I don't see a whole lot of sunshine ahead and and so I look at this and and I see an offense and and I see a football team that is very lucky to have not had their doors blown off in the first half of each of the last two games the Raiders could have had that game well out of reach and the Rams clearly could have had the game well out of reach the defense to my astonishment is actually holding up the defense actually made a play at the end of the game that gave the Cardinals a flicker of hope and this is without Isaiah Simmons and, and so I, I, again I just don't know where is this offensive innovation where's the guru <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we got our first clip for the Where's montage. The guru? Oh, that's fantastic. Um, that's the big question. There's tons of questions, but does anything look easy offensively? No, no they're not running the football. Kyler Murray completed 37 passes, 99% of which are of the dink and dunk variety. Mm hmm. This, this offense has zero explosion, and there's a there's a weird juxtaposition between the offense and the defense. The defense, you've used the term underfunded. You could mm-hmm. say understaffed. It's been a mystery and a head-scratcher for a lot of people why there wasn't more emphasis put on bringing in NFL-caliber caliber players to play in positions that are shorthanded. Yep. It didn't happen. Nope. Maybe that was the right strategy because they look more prepared with the personnel that they have to actually compete in NFL games because the overfunded offense that has an injury here and there yeah. can't deal with it. Yeah, can't deal with anything. And so yet again, so they've played three first quarters in this NFL season. They have zero points. They've given up 31. The 31 they've given up is the most in the NFL. So they are just, this is just, and again, it's not like they didn't have any control over this. And and so to me, I I just step back from this and and I look, I I hear from people, I see people, I talk to people. I'm I'm telling you, this fan base is right on the edge. They're right on the edge of real, real deep rooted anger. And they are there after one of the most improbable, miraculous victories that this franchise has ever pulled off. Had that not happened and they had not had. Eight different miracles answered last yeah. week in Las Vegas. Could you imagine where this fan base would be now? Oh, I know. Yeah. This football team should be 0-3. Yeah. Here's my thesis statement. Mm-hmm. This can change in time, but right now on September 26th, the Arizona Cardinals are a lousy football team. Yeah. 
Yes, they are. And, and so, uh, again, it is, I don't know when it turns or how it turns. I, I don't know where you look to get optimism out of yesterday's game. Maybe you look at Hollywood Brown's performance and the fact that, that, that he was able to pile up a lot of receptions. But then again, you have to, if you watch the game carefully, the Rams got out to a, a commanding lead and they just put themselves in a soft zone that they played for the rest of the football game. He caught a lot of passes. Yeah. He didn't catch a lot of impactful No. Now, passes. they gave it a shot once. They tried to yeah. hit him deep once, and if they would have connected at that, we might be talking differently. But those kind of moments, they're, they're, they feel more desperate than yes, they do. Yes, it like, seems like when they take a shot, it's always on third and one or fourth and one. Yeah. And it's and it's these these opening possessions that are are really sort of a the bane of my existence because if you have a guru, you're supposed to be able to move the ball in your first possession because your guru will script ten to twelve plays that are infallible based on his guruness. <laughs> Reviewing film and setting strategy for that week's games. Gurosity, I think. That is, is good. The gurosity involved would lead to a successful opening drive. And what we get here is anything but a three and out and a block punt. Let's go. But we're seeing historic stuff. Frustrating, yes, but historic stuff. I looked at the numbers since 2000. Pro Football Reference since 2001 has tracked every drive in the NFL. Since 2001, the Cardinals had had only 13 drives of 16 or more plays that ended in a field goal. So that's, we're talking about a 21-year span. They had three of them yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Three drives of 16 plays or more that uh-huh. ended in a field goal. Uh-huh. Well, you, you talked about the frustration of the lack of urgency when they start the game. The lack of urgency at the end of the game also just drove me crazy. Uh, that was, if, if that you, was something else. If you subjected yourself to the football, the Valley football doubleheader of ASU on Saturday night mm-hmm. and the Cardinals on Sunday, and you like urgency on offense, I'm sorry, you should probably look elsewhere. Collectively, yeah. Oh, my I, yeah, goodness. I've, I've got friends who went to that ASU game, and they feel like that was the low point of the past 25 years, just in terms of hope, yes. lack of. yeah. And and rec- and and I'm not. It didn't get a whole lot better yesterday. It did. So this is a bad, bad weekend for football here. Bad weekend. They've. I know you pointed this out. Several people pointed this out, but I saw the video you did on the field with Jeremy Schnell for ArizonaSports.com. The Cardinals have not had a lead in a reg in regulation I know. In, in three weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's and again, this is the team that basically punted on the entire preseason. We don't need it. We're good. High quality, high quality practices will get you there. <laughs> Sarah's just shaking her head. Eighty-one well, plays. Right. I mean, it, it's again. It's just to me. It's just. It's just asinine. Eighty-one really plays on offense. None of them were touchdowns. One play over thirty yards. That was their first one of the year, by the way. This is none of them were touchdowns. Did they even have any passes in the end zone? Zach no. Ertz dropped the touchdown. Oh, oh yeah, game, so. that's right. He did. Because right. it's amazing to have that many long drives that end in field goals and not even, like, go for scores. Well, and we'll get into some of the decisions by Cliff Kingsbury, too. The one time he should have kicked a field goal, he didn't, and then went to the pad answer after the game. Well, I don't think we can kick field goals against this team. Yeah. That's exactly what he said in week one against Kansas City. But yet you did kick four There's field goals. There's a little goals. tension in the air game. It was interesting. Well, I, I imagine it gets pretty stressful when you apparently don't have a plan. <laughs> 
Yeah, there is How that. did 11 minutes and 35 seconds left... A field goal pulls you within a one-possession game. One, one game. By the way, you had a lot of success on two-point conversions that's, last week, and that's where you don't go for it? That's, yeah, that's 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 the lack of, of something because uh, the, the fourth-down conversions that Cliff uh, executed in the second quarter, give him credit. A couple of them were really risky. And if if you listen to Wolf, every single one of Wolf, I wouldn't do this. Right? Yeah, they did one on like the twenty yard line. Yeah, right. And and they got yeah, every give him single credit one for that one. Yeah. And so you got to give Cliff Kingsbury credit for jump starting, helping jump start whatever the offense was yesterday. But that one there was like, dude, it's like you got to know when to walk away from the table, right, Jarrett Vegas boy. You got to know when to hold them. Well, you do. You you got to know when to. Okay, this is when I'm cutting my losses. I I've I've I've, you know, it was like his pride got in the way where it was like, okay, I got, I settled for a field goal all those other times, yeah, but now I'm going to show him. But can yeah. you imagine if he had kicked the field goal to go up down eight, the Rams, everything else remains the same. The Rams drive down the field. They fumble the ball on the one yard line. The Cardinals get it with a chance to tie the game. And they do it, mm-hmm. but now you're down three points because you didn't kick the extra, uh, kick the field goal. I mean, it, very little of what we're seeing is making sense. No, no. So I mean, I don't think it's Nathaniel Hackett stuff or Brandon Staley level stuff right now. Not yet. But it, yeah. it's that's a, that's a good point. It's puzzling. That's a good point. It's not far away from that. Yeah. Should Cliff Kingsbury also be bringing in an outside hire like Nathaniel Hackett is? Is he really? I didn't oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You didn't he see brought that? he brought in somebody to help him a with game, game day management. decision maker. Yeah. Oh, because the head coach Hackett, can't be trusted. With but the game it's Hackett's first year. This is Clip's fourth fourth year. That's that's yeah. this is this is what has got people. That's the difference at fourth, and he's here through twenty twenty seven. Right? Is he though? Well, no, I not at this rate. He isn't. Coming up next, Big Red reacts. <laughs> we'll react to the highlights. Hope you like field goals. Uh, we'll get into that next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings, ninety eight seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata mornings. Big Red reacts. Reaction to yesterday's Cardinals game. Brought to you by Wicopa Casino Resort, where world-class action meets Ford Diamond Splendor. Unlike the first two games of the year, the Cardinals did not win the coin toss and elected to first. So they got first crack, uh, took over on their own 25-yard line. Guess what? A three and out, in which they uh, gained eight yards. Uh, they line up yeah. the punt on their first possession, and uh, the slow start trickled over into special teams this week. Low snap on fourth down. Andy Lee has it blocked at the 30-yard line, and it's recovered by the Rams at the 35. Michael Hoyt blocked it and then snatched out of the air by Gervas at the 35-yard line. So that's where the Rams would take over. It goes down as a three-yard punt for Andy Lee. So the uh, defense backed against the wall right away. And uh, they actually held. It was first and goal at the four-yard line. Rams didn't move again, and they uh, had to settle for a 22-yard field goal from Matt Gay to open the scoring. 3-0 Rams at that point. Cardinals get the ball back, and they get two yards on their second possession. Three and out. They punt the ball back. Rams took over in good field position at their uh, 42-yard line after a pretty good return by Brandon Powell. Uh, A couple of first downs later, uh, the Rams... 
right at the uh, red zone of the uh, Cardinals. And a little trickery with Cooper Cup. Stafford takes and Cooper Cup on a jet sweep pass. It totally fools the Cardinals. 10-5 walk-in touchdown. That totally fooled the Cardinals. He came in motion, took it on a jet sweep to the far side. All the Cardinals were running to the left of the formation. Cooper was running to the other side, and he walks in basically from 20 yards out for the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, uh, Cup's touchdown uh, made it 9-0. The extra point from Gay made it 10-0 before a lot of people were even settled into their seats at State Farm Stadium. Cardinals started their next drive. They got a first down on their first play. Uh, 13-yard pass from Kyler Murray to Hollywood Brown, and then they went 3-and-out after that. Part of that 3-and-out was a uh, sack, the 100th of the career of one Aaron Donald. Murray back to pass. Pumps left, being chased. Hit at the 30. Gets rid of the ball as he's about to be sacked. Incomplete, but they're going to call him for grounding, maybe. There was no foul in the play for intentional grounding. The quarterback's knee was down. Oh, his knee was down. A loss of 15 on the play, and uh, just like Michael Strahan... You know, that, that year he broke the single-season record for sacks. The one yeah. that broke the record was probably his worst sack of the year. Okay. Uh, that was probably the weakest of Aaron Donald's 100 career sacks. He touched the leg of Kyler Murray. <laughs> oh, running, Kyler running. seemed to go flying. <laughs> he didn't He didn't hit him hard? No, there was uh, there was very little contact there. Wow. There was flailing. and I would have never guessed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the Cardinals would end up punting again on their third possession, and that would take us into the uh, second quarter. Rams' next possession ended in another field goal from Matt Gay. This one from 40 yards out, 13 nothing. Cardinals get the ball in the second quarter. Guess what they did? They went three and out and punted again. Uh, Rams did nothing on their next drive. Cardinals finally got their legs underneath them. They took over at 11-20 of the... Uh, second quarter and went on a drive, uh, well, that was epic in length. 19 plays, 65 yards that ended this way. Snap is good. Ball is down. The kick. Actually, that's the wrong one. That was oh, the, you the, just wanted to say it doesn't the matter. 20, all field goals, 23 maybe? yard field goal made it 13-3. Uh, the Rams, uh, they went three and out on their next possession. Cardinals would get the ball back with 48 seconds to go and actually showed a little bit of urgency. They needed to because the clock dictated it. And that led to this field goal. Snap is good. Ball is down. The kick from Prater is on the way, and the kick is good. The Cardinals, with two seconds to go in the half, are down just seven. I uh, had this false sense of, I don't know, false sense of security. Like, they played so badly, they were only down seven at the break. And maybe if they could have a turnaround like they did in the second half last week, Things would uh, be different in the second half. So, well, yeah, listen, in, in the second, in, in the middle part of the game, in the guts of the game, the defense found their footing and they mm-hmm. held firm. Yeah, and, and that the, started. And the, yeah. In the uh, third quarter, uh, Rams go three and out on their first possession. Cardinals get the ball back at their own 11 yard line. They went on another long march. Uh, this one, 16 plays, 58 yards. It took almost eight minutes off the clock. That ended in a 49 yard field goal from Matt Prater, and it's 13 to 9 at that point. Rams, uh, they woke up a little bit offensively and they started to lean on Cam Akers, who had a big drive. Uh, first and 10 from the 39, he ran for five, then a 14 yard run, then a six yard run, second and four from the Cardinals. 14 Akers did this. Stafford takes, give to Akers, running left, got a crease of the 10 to the five, and dies for the end zone. They haven't signaled yet. Now they do. Touchdown. Touchdown Akers off the left side with a minute to go in the third to stretch the lead to 10 for now. Yeah, the 
uh, extra point would make it an 11 point lead 20 to 9 Cardinals take over and that drive would take them into the uh, fourth quarter they got all the way down to the 26 yard line on third and four Murray uh, missed uh, Marquise Brown then they call a timeout then they opt to go for it on fourth down and this happens snap to Kyler Short step, now in trouble, flush left, throws left, and incomplete. Almost picked off by Kendrick. He was going for Hollywood Brown. Rams take over on downs, and the Cardinals get nothing. Many people thought, A, you kick the field goal to make it a one-possession game. Obviously. And B, after the timeout, that that would be the thinking that prevailed on the sideline. Obviously. It was not. Yeah, that that was, listen, it's one thing to disagree with a head coach's decision with the benefit of hindsight. But it it is football. It, I mean, that is sacrosanct. You're in a two-score game at late stages of the game. You have to cut it to a one-score game. Where points have been at a premium. You have to cut it to a one. Even if you go, man, this sucks. Another field goal. You've got to stay disciplined like that. All right. We got plenty of time. Yeah, so the Rams would take over at their own 26-yard line. Got a big play. Matthew Stafford hits Skoranek for a 32-yard gain into Cardinals territory. Then Akers up the middle for 12. Then another pass to Skoranek. One to Robinson. The Rams knocking on the door. Second and goal at the one-yard line when the defense made another play. Stafford takes the snap. Hands for Akers up the middle. And Akers fumbled the ball. And it's recovered by the Cardinals at the two-yard line. They still have life. Yeah, Buda Baker forced it. Jalen Thompson made a great recovery. Snatched yep. it away from Matthew Stafford. And as you heard Dave Pash say there, they still had life. Take over at their own three-yard line. And again, a very, very deliberate, kind of polite approach offensively. Yeah. Took a long time, 17 plays, 84 yards, took five and a half minutes off the clock, and Prater connected again. Lee is the holder. Snap to Lee, puts it down. The kick from Prater is on the way. It's good. So at that point, there's a minute 10 to go. It is an eight-point game at that point, and you need an onside kick. Prater walks up to the ball and does hammer it into the ground on the near side, and Higby is there to make the catch for the Rams at the 48 of Arizona. And the Rams assumed victory formation. Stafford under center, takes the snap, takes a knee. This one's over. Two more weeks until the Cardinals get another chance to win their first home game since October of 2021. Yeah, final score 20 to 12. Sean McVay is now 11 and 1 yeah. in his coaching career That's against the brutal. Arizona Cardinals. That's brutal. And now Cliff Kingsbury is heading off to play a team that also has his number, the Carolina Panthers. Beat them three years in a yep. row. Yeah. So, not a good effort. Uh, I, it was very, very disappointing on a lot of levels. I really, really was hoping the momentum of Vegas, the magic of Vegas, was a, was a beginning, a launching pad for this team. They just reverted and went it, back it, to... At least yesterday. Don't it looked you like it was know a Band-Aid. what happens in Vegas stays in, in Vegas? Vegas. should have known. <laughs> Coming up next, more on the Cardinals' loss, including the slow start and the lethargic offensive performance. That's all straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Here we go! Wait! And Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Yeah, I just didn't think field goals would get it done against them. 
I liked uh, I liked the play call. I liked what we had. It just didn't didn't work out. That's uh, Cliff Kingsbury talking about his decision to go for it on fourth down uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, in which they uh, fourth and four at the twenty six yard line. They uh, throw an incomplete pass to Marquise Brown. They get no points there. Instead of trying to make it an eight point game. That same quote, it was almost verbatim, the same sound that yeah. came up in week one. Uh, and it, I think it made a lot more sense for Cliff Kingsbury to have that attitude in week one Yeah, uh, against Kansas City. Their offense was humming. Uh, the Rams' offense was not great shakes. And, and let me just say this, uh, apropos uh, of, of nothing with the Cardinals. The Rams don't look like the defending Super Bowl champions. No, that's not a very yeah, good football no, team right now either. Yeah, they're they're fighting it themselves. Yeah. They're still they're still looking for what they're all about. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. That's that's why a lot of people thought yesterday was a winnable game, and it felt that way even with that real somnambulent, i.e., right, even with that real somnambulent start by the Cardinals' offense, the game was still winnable. And and yet it was, and I think that kind of added to the frustration here. All right, so so the frustration with Cliff Kingsbury out of this game would have been, I think, on, on, on three different levels, maybe four. One would have been that that very decision to to go for it on fourth down again. Cardinals now have gone for it on fourth down fourteen times through three weeks. It's a lot. It's the most in the NFL. Shows you they've been in a lot of desperate situations. Yeah, that's what happens when you're yeah. trailing all the time. It also right. shows that they don't know how to get third and long. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, third and short. Or they third don't and know how to short. convert short yeah. and third and short. Yeah, yeah. and and but but I think I think he pushed it too far because at that point in time, I, I think a hundred times out of a hundred, you have to, you owe it to your football team to get it down to a one score game. You've got to play that those odds at that point in time, and and he didn't do that. And I think it's it's a recurring thing for me uh, to see that that a lot of bad decisions get made under stress with this regime, and that this dates back three years with this football team, um, dating back to the failed run at the playoffs three years ago, through the collapse of last year, and to some of the stuff that we saw at the end of the game yes- uh, yesterday. Okay, so after the defense gives the Cardinals a chance, uh, after all of that, the just the laissez-faire kind of approach to playing offense on that drive, the just slow and effort. And and it was like, come on now, walking up to the line. Walking up to, you've got you've got to have two plays to run at once. You've got yeah. you got to have your stuff together. There's this offense is very very accurately described as they take what the defense gives them. The Rams yeah. gave them what the Cardinals took. Yep, there was very little forcing of the issue. There was a couple of shots down the field, mm-hmm. including one that missed to Brown that wasn't all that far off. And it was a, it was a misthrow. It was a bit of an overthrow. Yep. But I don't know. Was was it full maximum effort, effort by Marquise Brown on that play, too? I know he's moving fast, but do you lay out for a ball like that to try to make something happen? I mean, that's Listen, way I, down on the list well, of things to nitpick here. Yeah, but but at the same time, you, you do have to look at the level of playmakers that you have here on this, on this football team. Um, A.J. Green has got a bad case of the yips. It's I, uh, it, it, it's time. I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah. He he is he is a liability for this football team. Even on the play where he got re-injured and then didn't come back, 
That was a well-thrown ball that basically hit him in the face. Hit him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, and it was a, just a simple, easy route, and the ball was right there. Yeah, and there have been a lot of examples of that. So so there's that. And listen, I, I get the fact that the Cardinals have injuries, but they've got Marquise Brown and Greg Dorch. Who, what a Dorch! Who's really a good player. And you throw in Zach Ertz. That right there should be enough to get something going. There's people questioning about how much Zach Ertz has left. And the wide receiver depth going into week one. You're like, all right, you don't have Hopkins. Looks pretty good. And then Rondell Moore can't get on the field. A.J. Green can't catch a ball. And you're right, though. Andy Isabella doesn't know where the ball is when it's up in the air. Again. I mean, can you again? Can you actually, with a straight face, complain about being misused by this team for three years and then get an opportunity with the thinnest receiving core in football Somehow and turn that did. out? Somehow he did. How would Bill Belichick have dealt with a with a guy who got mouthy after a preseason game like that? By the way, I'm just curious. He probably would have signed him uh, number fifty five in practice, yeah. just to make him feel dumb. Right. So uh, I, I'm just I'm just curious about that because that's quite something for him to mouth off the way he did in the preseason, as if he's been denied this opportunity mm-hmm. to bless us all with his greatness. Yeah, it's been a big uh, season of people who talked a lot of confidence in the. Off-season, not producing. Andy Isabella, Isaiah Simmons, oh, that, Trey McBride. That. Yeah. Listen, and and the, and this whole game really changed. I thought Zayvon Collins in the first half was very active. I thought he was very physical. Um, I thought he brought some. I thought he brought some juice to the defense, and then he kind of started making some mistakes. Um, I, I I wrote this down. So there was on the drive that the Rams sort of reestablished control of the game after three straight three and outs. It, it, Zayvon Collins missed a free shot at Matthew Stafford. That's I'm not going to go crazy on the kid because Matthew Stafford's a big, tough quarterback who shakes off guys a lot. This isn't the first time he's done something like that, mm-hmm. okay? He's done that to a lot of dudes, and that's why he's a great quarterback. They made a great play. But during the course of that drive, Vance Joseph was blitzing Ben Neiman to get to the quarterback, and I, at that moment, said, where in the bleep is Isaiah Simmons? You're blitzing Ben Neiman to get to this quarter? Where is number nine? It's hard to blitz from the sideline. <laughs> is it possible that was an in honor? In fact, it's illegal. That's true. <laughs> but is he that... just came off the best week of practice as a pro, I thought. Two weeks in a row. He really showed up. I thought it was in honor of, of Game of Thrones, Ben the Neiman. Their linebacking position. I don't think anybody's appreciated that one a little bit. <laughs> if you want to include the edge rushers, the linebacking yeah. position has been an absolute disaster for the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, Neiman. Vigil hasn't played well. Tanner Vallejo. Marcus Golden's been... Absent. Devon Kennard's been absent. Dennis Gardeck barely played yesterday. And this is what they this, have two sacks listen, on the season, right? And this yeah, is and they're why, both by and JJ again, Watt. And this is why this is why if you want to drill all the way down, and we're three weeks into it, but if you want to drill all the way down, this is what's got this fan base very angry. It's it's the drafting that has gone down here, the development that's gone down here. Yeah, on a day like today, you look back and you go, man, how bad can you get? This- Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, boom, boom, Trey McBride in the second round. They start, They introduced Isaiah Simmons as a starter yesterday. 
as a starter. They had him run out of the tunnel with the starting lineup. He was announced with the starters. What was that for? Is that just a ruse? <laughs> uh, so, so you see that and you go, okay, the GM, what's going on? Oh, he's here through 2027. And then you get all these issues with the head coach. Oh, he's here through 2027. So people say, what game is Michael Bidwell watching? These are all very valid questions today. And yes, there's overreaction to losses. It happens every week with losses. But when you look at the reality of this team, dating back to last year, the starts that they get off to, this this slow start thing, it didn't rear its ugly head as much last year. But what did we what did we say? When when things went south, the Cardinals very much proved last year that they were front runners, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. They got off to starts good starts in the first quarter and they were able to maintain that for the rest of the game or hold off comeback attempts. They only came back and won two games that they trailed after the first quarter last year. They scored points in almost every first quarter last year. Yeah. There was only two games, I believe, that they didn't score points in the, in the first quarter. I don't know what has happened. It's like the game time is a surprise. Oh, it's kickoff now? Jeez, right. are we ready? Right. I, and, and I, I thought I it was just, daylight savings. <laughs> I just don't, I, I don't get that at all. And so, and that's, you've got to, yeah, look, that, that's, that's, that's very high up on my laundry list. This I'm sorry, I was wrong. They were, no. they, there were three games where they had a goose egg in the first quarter last year. Okay. They trailed Houston two to nothing. That was Houston. Uh, the Carolina game, they trailed 17 nothing, and the Detroit game, they trailed 3 nothing. Those two games turned into be disasters, but just because they had no offense in the first quarter. Bottom line of those is, games. the Cardinals have won two of their last nine games. One of them was a miracle in Las Vegas. Yeah. And one of them, uh, they so, could be a solid win in Dallas. Yeah. They solid. could be, yeah, right. They could be one in eight in their last nine. Yeah. And it's not an easy trip coming up on, nope. on Sunday. Uh, coming up as, uh, next, as we do on Big Red Mondays, we open up the phone lines to get your thoughts on what's going on with the Arizona Cardinals. The phone number to do that, 602-260-9870. Again, 602-260-9870. Your phone calls next here on Bickley Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.